Hello, beautiful people. I am Haley. I'm your guide to love. Welcome. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Dr. Beth Westy here. She is focusing on female health, y'all. So I'm very, very excited to have her here. Welcome. Hi. I love that you said y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, being from Alabama. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I'm very, very excited. I was just on your podcast and I had you have you on mine because I think that, you know, female hormones, female health is now more important than ever because we have women with all these hormonal issues. So yes. why do you think that is? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> how much time do you have? No, there's oh, there, the basis and background of, of what I do is really because so much of our healthcare system is set up for men, for the male body. Mm-hmm. Um, all the information out there for exercise, for nutrition, for just well-being care is the research is done on men. It's compiled by men. So of course, when women are following these protocols, programs, whatever, you're following something that is set up for the male body and us just not knowing any different. We're like, why does this not work for me? Why, when I go on a diet with my husband, does he lose 20 pounds and I'm struggling to take off two? Like what the heck am I doing wrong? And we always look at ourselves like, oh, I'm screwing up. I did something wrong, etc. But it's not that you're doing anything wrong. You're following a map that's not made for your body. So of course it's going to be a struggle, right? Wow. And I'm glad you brought that up though, because I mean, that, of course that kind of goes in with what I'm discussing with women and, you know, so many women wearing themselves ragged, working like men in, in corporate America. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So much of that. We function differently. So when I start educating women, oftentimes Mm -hmm. I have to start at the beginning and saying, okay, here's your hormonal cycle. Mm -hmm. When your period starts, when you ovulate, when it ends, and here's how your body is different throughout the month. I mean, you have four different bodies throughout the month Mm -hmm. because your hormones are that different. And women are like, wait, what? How come I didn't learn this before? And I'm like, cause we don't talk about it. That's not Mm -hmm. something that we go into. So so we're, we're treating our system like it's the same every day of the month, and it's not. Chemically, hormonally, it's totally different all the time. Different energies, different digestive system, you know, different metabolism, different muscle repair, all this stuff. And it's, it's not the same, and it's not meant to be the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I think that you know, we're different for a reason. Like We don't need to be the same. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, of course, our bodies are designed to function completely different, right? They're designed mm-hmm. to, I mean, help create and build and grow another human. That's, that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's going to be different. Yeah, definitely. And do you find that, okay, I bet you see this. So do you think the most of the people that you're working with have adrenal fatigue? Oh, Yeah a lot of women run their bodies ragged. And again, not because you're setting out to do that. I find that women are, you get to a point where you're completely run down, run out. Like you have, you have nothing left in your gas tank mm-hmm. anymore. And, and then you're like, okay, well, ugh, what can I do? What can I do? And you're trying to play catch up, but you're so depleted that it's so much harder to catch up just doing kind of quote unquote regular healthy things. You have to go above and beyond to really replenish all those nutrients that got depleted in your system because your body functions differently. And without acknowledging that it's so much easy to deplete your body, trying to, you know, treat it like a male body. 
Yeah. And so do you find that, cause I've been that person I told you before we started filming. I mean, I couldn't get out of bed. I was so drained. Yeah. So do you find when woman gets that point, I mean, what do you do? Like, Oh my gosh, we need to completely change your diet. We need to like eliminate things. And what do you do? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. So a lot of times for women, it's, it's a multitude of things that will happen at once. You know, you'll have that extreme fatigue. You'll have, um, I can't get out of bed. I can't, I don't feel like I'm awake. I get really tired during the day. Um, women will feel like, uh, oh my gosh, I I'm going to the gym cause I put on weight now and I can't take it off and I'm going to the gym, but you know, maybe I'm getting some muscle, but I'm definitely not losing that much weight. What's happening? Why isn't this responding? Again, thinking, what am I doing wrong this time? Mm-hmm. You're trying to cut out calories when really your system needs more nutrient than ever now. Um, and then you'll also have other issues. Some women will get gut, gut issues. You know, your digestive system changes and it's not the same and there's something wrong. Uh, women will get um, problems with their hair, skin, nails, sometimes not even a rash, but like, oh my gosh, my hair's like, my skin's like dry all over. And my hair is like really kind of thinning. What the heck? And you're thinking, gosh, you know, oh, I must need more biotin or I must need more, you know, this one supplement when really you've, you've just completely depleted yourself. Like the gas tank is not only empty, but you took the bottom out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to repair the gas tank before you can fill it with gas. Yeah. And so they're running low, obviously they're vitamin and nutrient deficient, but what Mm -hmm. you're saying is it's like all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. A lot of stuff in combination. A lot of times women don't realize they'll be focused on the one thing, like the the biggest fire they have Mm -hmm. without realizing, oh my gosh, there's a bunch of other small fires going on too. But I didn't realize that, oh crap, if I don't address them, that's going to be a big fire too. Just a matter Mm -hmm. of time. Yeah. Cause I've been that person where I'm running on caffeine and then you're like, ah. I need like, yeah. I'm, I'm not a coffee drinker. So it's like, well, I need four cup. I need like three uh, energy drinks to make it through the day. They're yeah. natural energy drinks, but that's still really bad. <laughs> that's yeah. So what's interesting about that is that you do that just to get through the day. But when you look at your cortisol patterns throughout the day, mm-hmm. is that that actually can interfere with, especially for the female body, mm-hmm. the, the pattern of cortisol that's supposed to rise and then fall throughout the day. If you have a lot of caffeine in the afternoon or evening, when women crash, that falsely can elevate and then throw off your cortisol, which then doesn't let your system come down enough at night. And while you're sleeping, sleep is a big issue for women. Mm. And, and if I can just talk about sleep for a moment, because this is really, this is really, our sleep actually can change throughout the month as well. Days 15 through 28 of our cycle, when our progesterone levels rise, it can actually cause you to um, have more difficulty sleeping. Uh, for women who are pregnant or have been in pregnancy and they develop any type of insomnia or sleep issues, they're thinking, oh, it's because I'm big. I'm not sleeping well. No, it's the progesterone that disrupts your sleep pattern. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing things to help your system sleep better during that time, you don't reach that deeper sleep, you don't get that rest and repair that your body needs, especially for those cortisol issues, which means the next morning, it's just like starting over the next morning with a cortisol problem that's just gonna get worse later that day, which means you're gonna need more of that caffeine, which means it's gonna, you know, it's that snowball effect over and over Yes, and then they use that endless cycle. Yeah, yeah, hmm. mm-hmm. So and it's really tough. Just- 
cutting out caffeine completely? Like, what do you do about that? No, not necessarily cutting it out completely. I mean, I mean, I have, <laughs> I have kids. I, I drink coffee. <laughs> I drink the coffee. <laughs> yeah. um, but really making sure that you, you know, if you're having coffee it's, or caffeine, it's, it's totally fine to have like a cup or a cup or two a day. No big deal. You know, that equivalent of caffeine throughout the day. But for people who are using energy drinks to get out of bed, to, to keep going throughout the day, to keep going, especially in the afternoon and evening, that influx of caffeine can really mess up the next day and then the next day and then the next day. Your body's ability to rest and have your, um, your hormones repair and reset overnight like they should to start the next day in a better foot. So that's where people get actually caught up in this. I find this all the time. Women get caught up in this cycle of, oh, I didn't sleep well, so now I'm using caffeine throughout the day. Well, shoot, I didn't sleep well again. I'm using sleep caffeine throughout the day, and your mm-hmm. caffeine intake in, your caffeine intake just increases then mm. instead of decreasing. Very true. Yeah, because yeah, you've had a caffeine during in the afternoon, and you can't sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what are simple ways for women to balance their hormones? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So when I talk about hormones in the female body um, and how this all works together, the, the one thing to really think about is that keep in mind when we, when we go through this and even saying that word balancing female hormones, the immediate thing that pops into people's head is that we have to balance it and make it even throughout Mm -hmm. the month. And that's a male model mindset. Mm-hmm. So what we're trained in is even how the male body works. And not that that's a bad thing. It just doesn't match for what the female body needs. So when I talk about the female cycle and hormones and estrogen rising and everything else, and okay, you're going to eat to help estrogen. You're going to use certain seeds to help estrogen. You're going to work with estrogen in that way. And then after you ovulate and progesterone rises, mm-hmm. now you're going to work with progesterone and you're going to eat for progesterone and you're going to add seeds in for then um, for progesterone. And people are like, well, wouldn't we want to do the opposite? Wouldn't we want to bring them down and make them even? And I'm like, no, our bodies are supposed to ebb and flow throughout the month. And if you're not having that ebb and flow, you're not matching with how your body's natural rhythm is, which then throws off so much more for your, this is where women get terrible PMS. You have really horrible periods. Um, Ovulation gets messed up. Um, You know, it messes up a bunch of hormonal systems with how your body works and functions. So, and I know we were talking about libido before, but that's also a big, huge thing too. You should have, you know, libido naturally, and then have certain times of the month where your libido spikes because you're ovulating. And a lot of women don't realize like, oh, I don't, I don't have that. Well, then that's, that tells you that something's off with your system. Your, your body gives you clues and insight into what, how, what's happening and how it's functioning. So if it's not on this regular pattern of ebb and flow, then something could be off. Yeah. And I'm glad you talked about that though, because I think that, you know, I hate the stereotype of, Oh, you know, she just has a little libido and that's BS because you're naturally supposed to have a high libido. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when women have a low libido, just hormonally, a couple of things to look at are, um, testosterone levels for women, women with, especially if somebody has a history of like PCOS, um, that can be really common. PCOS, endometriosis, they have estrogen levels that are really off, testosterone levels that are really off, and cortisol levels. So, and the, and the cortisol and the stress aspect of it just, ugh, it's like dumping a gasoline 
on a fire. <laughs> Makes mm. it so much worse then when you add in stress, which of course, right? Like now what's happening in the world that's not helpful mm-hmm. <laughs> for stress. So do you find that when people lower their stress, that helps balance? No, okay, I always say, I hate saying balance. Right, no, I do, yeah. That helps whatever. Uh-huh. The ebb and the flow of the hormones. It absolutely does. Mm-hmm. It absolutely does. Because uh, if you're not doing the self-care pieces, if you're not helping your stress levels, I mean, you can take all the good supplements you want. You can be eating the cleanest diet ever. It's just not going to be, full, yeah. the, the puzzle isn't fully going to come together if you're not taking care of that big piece of the puzzle, which is, which is the stress. And because, because for women, here's the other thing um, that I always talk about. Weight loss is different men and women stress impact is different men versus women, right? Um, and, and stress impact that can be external or internal. So external stressors, like how much you're working out, how much you're pushing your body, all that other stuff, internal stressors, how much worry or anxiety do you have? All that stuff that creates that internal stress. So it impacts women very differently than it does men, you know, Mm -hmm. in the chemical hormonal sense, and then the repercussions and how your body recovers from it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And okay. What about for me? You know, I used to be on an antidepressant for all the Mm -hmm. women listening. They were on antidepressants. How does that affect your hormones? Mm, Yes. So super interesting. A lot of times there's a hormonal imbalance and because of that, your system is not, um, releasing enough of the right neurotransmitters and things like that. So going on an antidepressant, you might you know, feel better, but still have an underlying issue going on. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of these female hormones, estrogen, progesterone, everything, they, it actually crosses the blood brain barrier. So women don't realize like, oh my gosh, those are female hormones. They only impact my uterus or whatever. It's like, no, those hormones impact every system in your body. They go everywhere. And they especially, so for women who are like, oh my gosh, I get really bad PMS and I feel like I get bad 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 brain fog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's because that impacts, you know, it goes through the blood brain barrier. So when you have those hormones negatively impacting, you know, your brain, the neurotransmitter response there, of course, it's going to, it can amplify anxiety. And a lot of women will notice that, oh, I have bad PMS or, you know, with my PCOS, my anxiety also gets worse, mm, you know, okay. things like that. Is that, that kind of answer? Yes, that does. So then what um, would you, like, what do you say about that? Yeah. So the tough thing is, is that it's never, it's never just an easy, you know, fix, you know, mm-hmm. I'm making air quotes that people can't see. Um, it's never just an easy fix. You have to really work on all these different systems in the body. Look at the body as a whole. Mm-hmm. You, your, your health is cumulative. So it really does matter you know, are you eating right? Are you, you know, exercising? Are you doing the basic self-care things? Are you working with your hormones and not fighting them? Um, you know, and and yeah, the self-care, right? People say self-care and they're thinking, oh, I did my nails. Like, okay, but (laughs) there's a lot more to it, you know, and really caring for what your physical body needs and, and really addressing all the issues that your physical body needs to improve your overall health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good place to start. Yeah. Just starting with those basic things. Yeah. 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 And those are the things we all forget about anyway. Yeah. Right. And they're, they're not the exciting things, right? Like it's so easy to see, Oh, 
I have this issue or I'm going to take this supplement. Oh, it's so shiny. Look at this. It's going to fix everything. You know, we're, we're almost trained that take this thing, it'll make it better. But if you're not following the basics, if you don't have a good foundation for your health, then it, I don't, again, I don't care what this magic supplement is going to do. It's not going to, it's, it's not going to give you the full effect that it can if you're not, you know, eating well, sleeping well, you know, doing the self-care, all that stuff. When you have all that foundation taken care of, then adding in anything on top of it, then you're like, oh, this works. This is better. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you've already taken care of so much of it. Yeah. Yes, I understand that. But I mean, come on. I think that, that that's why this time period in a way is a good thing. Yeah. It forces people to slow down and to focus on those things. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We may not want to slow down, but we're forced to slow down. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. is, it's a good, it's a really good thing to really look internally. Okay. How has my health been and where do I want it to go? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. So to sum everything up, what would you, where do you want to, like what takeaway do you think people would benefit from, from this conversation? Yeah. So for a lot of women, when I just start introducing the concept of you have different bodies throughout the month, your system Mm -hmm. changes so much that, yeah, you can actually eat differently, exercise differently to support your body in that phase. So week one is very different than week three of your hormonal cycle. You're going to respond differently. So when you support that nutritionally and with exercise, you actually feel so much better. You feel better and you function better. So instead of feeling like, gosh, why can't I work out as hard this week as I did last week? Last week I, you know, I lifted weights and I went for this run and I felt awesome. And this week I feel like my legs are cement logs. What the heck? Stop pushing yourself and stop punishing yourself because it's not anything you're doing wrong. You just have to lean into the body that you have now and support it differently to get a completely different result. Mm. I love that you said that though, because you know, it's like we're expected to just like force our body to do something that our body yeah. at the moment is like, no. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I love about, um, one of the things that you say, like, like getting in touch with your body, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, that, that communication and everything that you have mm-hmm. with yourself, where am I at? What does my system need and how can I support it in this time frame? And yeah, should I, you know, again, the female body is very different. There's going to be certain weeks where you're not going to want to lift heavier. Your body's not going to be able to repair that muscle tissue as easy. So you're going to be more sore if you push it too hard. That's harder to repair. That slows down your metabolism actually overall versus increasing it, which is what we're, you know, a lot of women are trying to do. So it's a yeah, very definitely. different way. And then yeah. do you, would you, do you have a book on hormones that you would recommend for women? Yeah. So I actually have a book. It's called mm-hmm. the the female fat solution. Um, so, and that takes you through like the whole first chapter is actually on the history of nutrition (laughs) and how it got set up for women to fail, right? Like you didn't fail, the system failed you. And then I talk about estrogen, Mm -hmm. progesterone thing and how to eat for your cycle. Um, and then I talk about the, the, I have actually a section of it where it's called the seven bodies of Eve. So it takes you through different bodies in your lifetime. This is another concept that's really new for women where, we go through different bodies throughout our life. Mm-hmm. Men have like two bodies, like pre-puberty and then after. Mm-hmm. And then they're essentially, they're like, they're the same the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Women, there's pre-puberty, post-puberty, there's fertility, right? And then you, pregnancy, postpartum, all different bodies that you go through and need different nutritional support. If you're an athlete, you have to 
fuel that body differently. Um, and then there's perimenopause, menopause, all these different bodies. And we're not told that these are different things, that your system is going to need different nutrients, different support through these different phases of your life. So it's, a, it's another big concept that I introduced for women. And a lot of times women, when they start diving into this, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize this. I wish I would have known this, you know, years ago. Uh, I wish I would have known this 20 years ago. You know, I wish I would have told my daughter this, things like that. So just a different way to look at it. OMG. Okay. I'm definitely going to have to get your book. No, I think that's, I, 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 that was new to me. Wow. Crazy what you just said because, um, you know, I've been researching about the whole honoring your cycle, our body as ebbs and flows. But what you just said about the fact that we have all these different types of bodies yeah. and yet we, we've been taught, oh, you know, you need to, like, especially the weight loss industry. I'm not a big fan of that industry. Right. Oh, you just need to take this fat loss supplement and, and be lifting weights every day. Like that's be ridiculous. <laughs> oh, right. Like again, for a guy, sure. Sure. You know, and so here's a little, like a little bit of info, which a lot of women don't know, but that is so helpful when you look mm -hmm. at your results on everything. When men and women gain and lose weight differently, but we also burn fat differently. The female mm -hmm. body is not designed to burn fat all the time. Because yeah. our body fat percentage is naturally supposed to be higher, all these other things. Why is that? Da, 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 da. Um, well, because again, we create other humans. That's, you know, physiologically what it's prepped to do. Whether or not you want to do that, that's what's there, right? So when we look at burning fat, a lot of women will be like, well, I went to the gym and I did this thing and I'm supposed to burn fat all day. I'm like, you don't though. Women get a maximum of three hours after a workout to be in fat burning, and then your body will shut it down. Men can do a workout and be in fat burning for the next 21 hours. Yeah. Wow. 21 hours. That means they can do a workout and burn fat like literally all day doing nothing else because that's their body physiology is just that different. Mm -hmm. So women are like killing themselves wondering why they're not getting this or that result, or again, if they work at a gym or with a male trainer or something that they don't understand the dynamic of the female body, they'll be like, why am I not seeing this? Da, 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 da. And it's like, well, cause your body doesn't burn fat all day and it won't. Or even gain muscle. Like for someone like me, yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm small, but I've been working on gaining muscle and it's like, why am I still the same weight? So that could be the fact that, oh, I'm trying to work out like a guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Again, it's so hard when you're like, okay, what the heck mm -hmm. is wrong with me? Nothing. It's you need different nutrients. You need different um, accommodations to match with your hormones, your cycle and your performance mm -hmm. to really get the result that you're looking for. A lot of women get stuck, whether it be oh, wow. with weight loss, whether it be with performance, whether mm -hmm. it be, you know, whatever. Also side note, women who are on birth control, Mm -hmm. it actually affects your performance in that it takes down your performance level by 11% across the board. Ooh, I'm not a big fan of birth control anyway, because you know, I couldn't have an orgasm on it. Yeah. <laughs> but for women who are like, I'm an athlete. I, you know, when I was in college, I was an athlete. I played volleyball. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I was on birth control mm -hmm. and I, you know, knowing that I was like, well, holy crap, I could have been performing that much better without mm -hmm. it. Oh, what? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So interesting. Okay. So in your book, do you go into like 
in this body, you would benefit more from these exercises in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I detail. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, I mean, that's why I wrote a book. I, Mm -hmm. I, because it's so hard to just all of a sudden be like, Oh my God, what do I do? Where am I? You know? So it's a really good reference of, okay, I'm here. You know, a lot of women don't even realize where they are. So one of the first things I teach women is to start tracking your, your body, tracking your period, tracking on an app, tracking your basal body temperature to make Mm. sure your basal body temperature is an alignment with where you're supposed to be. So again, getting in touch with your natural physiology and then, and then going from there, what can you add and implement and shift in your just regular everyday healthy lifestyle things to align with that, to help your system work and function better. And it is incredible how much different women feel you know, in your own body mm-hmm. when you start doing that and you start realizing, oh my gosh, oh, this is way better. This is way easier. I, yeah, my brain Whoa. fog, my energy, my sleep, you know, knowing these things that, you know, you can improve all these areas of life and, and health for yourself. So. Mm, I love everything you're talking about. Okay. So where can everybody find you? Yeah. Um, so I'm all over the interwebs. I have Facebook, Dr. Beth Westy, Instagram, Dr. Beth Westy, YouTube, Dr. Beth Westy. My website is Dr. Beth Westy. And then my, my book is called the female fat solution, which is on Amazon. And then I have a podcast, the female health solution. Um, and I do talk about a lot of different aspects of female health on my podcast. So, um, yeah, just a lot of different info out there for people to start diving into. And it is, it is a rabbit hole. Like once you start, you know, falling down that rabbit hole, you're going to, oh, there you go. But it's all good stuff. All good stuff. Yeah. Wow. So cool. That's probably like me when I first discovered spirituality and sexuality. I was like, whoo, yeah. diving in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Here we go. So cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This is amazing. Everybody, be sure to comment below. Let us know your thoughts. You can always email either of us. Mm-hmm. And be sure to subscribe. I would love to have you be part of my podcast. And thanks so much. All right, bye, y'all. Thanks.